Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon first broadcast. Thanks for your company. Three um, CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders, past, present, and emerging. Also, like to pay respects to our queer elders, who include sister girls and brother boys, and acknowledge their special contributions as part of diversity and intersectionality on and around the lands. Uh, lots of ways to get in touch with Out of the Pan, a show covering pan-sexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, or, well, pretty much musical genres today. Um, we've expanded the, pan, the pan-genre music um, to include country. And the ways you can get in touch with the show, well, there's... The email, that thing from the past called email indeed, out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. You can SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line, less than twenty four hours to go to WrestleMania. And you can look for the posts on Facebook on my page or um, three, the Out of the Pan 3CR 855am Melbourne page. On the show today, we'll, we've got some um, mail coming in um, it's, um, of all sorts via all the means of communication. Um, so we'll catch up a bit on that. It's been um, People have been catching up on their podcasts over the last um, few weeks. So better um, you know, find out what they had to say. Um, also have a look at the issues affecting people who work in the sex industry, in particularly in the US, but with ramifications here. But I think it would be impossible to ignore what's been going on in the last week or so with issues surrounding the band we opened with police. No, not that sort of police, um, Victoria Police. Um, and, well, it's pr- um, you know, probably better say... Um, trigger warnings um, for mention of violence um, and other things. And there's been a few of these stories emerge, which is pretty disconcerting. Now, disclosure of any possible interest, but um, hopefully I can um, utilise that in a way that is for good and not evil purposes, Robin. Um, I am someone who is still registered to do the Community Encounters Program, where new um, police and protective service officers um, recruits, um, you know, uh, meet up with people from a range of backgrounds and um, listen to our stories and ask us questions and that sort of thing. I was on the police reference group for LGBTI people representing transgender Victoria until around two years ago. And I'd just add that, um, particularly for this show today, this is a case of where any opinions mentioned are my own, not on behalf of any organisation. So, um, 
let's have a look at that um, and see what it all means. Well, it's I've sat and thought about this to some extent, and I try as best as I can to see a range of viewpoints, but I'm struggling to find any possible defence in this case for what happened. I mean, I think the fact that six people jumped um, a disability pensioner is not very helpful or a good look. Um, and then we've got other stories where there was just seems to be excessive force kicking people in the back for no reason, all that sort of thing. And I re- deliberately chose the police song So Lonely because I think that actually has a very important um, comment to make. When you're of a group that faces discrimination, whether you face it yourself or you see your friends doing it, um, or both, of course, doesn't matter, there is a tendency to feel isolated and abandoned. And then people start saying, oh, look, I'm an ally, I'm supporting you, I want to work with you. And people see things like this. No matter what you want to say about the particular case, it just doesn't look good and it brings up all those emotions. Again, the same that happened to a lot of LGBTI people, particularly trans and gender diverse, during the postal survey um, last year. You know, all those emotions come up. And to be honest, I don't think the police, police union and politicians have done enough to understand that in a million years. Um, I think that there needed to be a very strong response and very quickly. But it seems that um, the power players have got together in their response on this and not thought about, you know, perhaps people at the grassroots as much as they could. Now, I deliberately did my disclosure of interest, um, past and present. I've worked, you know, with in police settings, let's say as an outsider in police settings. Gosh, it's over... Um, community encounters was um, is come up, is coming up for nine years, and I've been on reference groups for two or three years before that. There are, like any organisation, um, you know, people who are trying to do their job as best as they can and learn and do things better for themselves and for other parties. Within police, on the other side of the coin, there are what I call the chest puffers, uh, people who. You know, think they know it all, have to be a bit macho on many levels. Now, I haven't been in any physical threat, but in some of those reference group and similar meetings, I know what I've heard is utter malarkey. And it puts me in somewhat of a challenging position to say, well, how do I deal with that? Let's just say I've had to be innovative at times when I was doing that role. And it's challenging. And the thing is, as someone who does want to try to find positives and make things better because that's the kind of person I am. When you see things like this, it's a real sting for someone inside. And I think the police need to investigate this very, very swiftly, be very, very transparent. But I also think to all sides of politics, let's keep the politics out of it. This is too important for the groups in question. Now, I'm going to acknowledge my privilege on issues like this. I'm white, I'm middle class, I'm educated, I'm well-networked, all those sorts of things. So if something happened to me, I'm going to know where to turn. Now, I'm hopefully going to be able to speak up for myself in the best possible way. Of course, sadly, as you get less privilege, um, there's less likelihood of that happening. And I really don't think that to just sort of do the old, not that the police have used these words, oh, there's a few rotten apples in the barrel, that's not a good enough answer. 
there needs to be a very strong and fast response, and as I say, from all all key players, um, and there cannot um, be any cover-up on this. Plenty of people have called out yet again for an independent body that the public can can approach and feel is approachable. I know there's IBAC and that sort of thing, but I think that when you've got poli- you know, police investigating compl- complaints against police, well, here we are in round three of football season. It's like the umpires running out in the colours of one of the teams. It's just not going to work, and I do agree that that has to happen. Um, whether... I can be listened to or not, I don't know, I hope so, but I think a lot of people have to clamp, you know, there has to be a clamouring about this, I've seen a few events come up in my Facebook events, for example, on this, um, you know, time for a response, we've seen it not just in Victoria Police, but in many other forces around Australia, around the world at times, I acknowledge there's been good work done, but it does seem we're hitting a harder layer, a sort of bedrock layer of resistance. Um, you know, and I think that there's a problem. You, I don't obviously know. I'm not going to refer to the police in question. I have heard that what I call the middle element of police, say about 10 years in, haven't had the sort of diversity training. Um, that That's sort of where the problems are. People who are in charge of stations, maybe on a day-to-day basis, some of them, um, you know, who are not sharing in, you know, a sort of force that tries to treat people with respect and dignity, they could be part of the problem. But I just think there's got to be zero tolerance if that sort of behaviour is found to be inappropriate and um, that we've seen on videos in the week. Um, it's got it's got to stop. And there also has to be and be seen to be, we'll say, equitable treatment of people. And when, as happened at Pride March, um, people who, um, you know, that just seems that there is a sort of classism, if you like, or a statusism, and how police might treat people, that's not a good look either. You know, trans women who chalk, which is not a, a vandalism offence, on roads are dragged are dragged away. People who criticise the Liberal Party are dragged away, yet trans people face at least a ten times greater probability than the population at large of assault. Interesting, we hear tough-on-crime debates, and we don't hear about victims who are more proportionate. Um, so there's some issues as well. So there's work to be done here. Um, you know, we need to try to keep our calm. It's a matter of holding people responsible without blaming and trying to, um, you know, have some understanding of what is causing it so we can uproot it. Let's not do a window dressing response with cliches like there's just a few rotten apples in the barrel or whatever it might be. If there is a deep-rooted problem, let's uproot the problem that is effectively the weed. All right, have your thoughts um, on police. And I also want to say I know... Plenty of LGBTI people who, despite whatever progress may or may, may have been made, still will not trust police. They just had too many bad experiences, whether it was gay men at um, Beats or being entrapped at nightclubs up to 1980, whether it's trans people. It should be pointed out that the Victorian Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby released some research early this year which found a greater degree of satisfaction with police from cisgender gays and lesbians than trans and gender diverse, and that has to be a cockpit warning light flashing for all parties. Let's hope that action can be taken very quickly on that. As I say, we've got to get to a point where at least things are equitable, but when minority groups face stuff from police compared to, let's say, um, the broader population, that's really problematic. All right, let's have some more music. Um, And here's some brilliant guitar work. 
Um, I'll say with tongue-in-cheek, be aware of the chalk on the blackboard sound at the end from Tommy Emmanuel in this track, Initiation. 3CR 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. These listener sponsors who keep the radio station going, when you become a listener sponsor, you get a part of this radio station. You get a little part of it. It's yours. You get a little share of it. It's 3CR Subscriber Drive, and we're asking you to show your love for 3CR. Support your favourite show by calling us on 9419 8377 or online 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. $35 unwaged, $70 waged or $150 Subscribe to 3CR today. People lining up uh, out in the street, uh, out in Smith Street and Collingwood lining up to take out their listener sponsorship. Hi, I'm Rod Quantock and you're listening to... Fill in the dots, you know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to, yes, fill in the... 3CR Community Radio, you got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 8.55am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting on Sunday afternoon from noon to 1 Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, and no... It's not Neil Mitchell by a long shot. Um, and just in case you weren't sure. Anyway, prior to the messages, we heard from Tommy Emmanuel with his brilliant guitar work from the very best of Tommy Emmanuel from some years ago now, a compilation that was from Disc 2, said the oldie, um, acoustic um, initiation, and of course Disc 1, electric. Um, but I've seen Tommy Emmanuel perform, and all of his performances are electric in their way. Anyway, let's not go down that path. Um, lots of messages coming in, um, and, um, well, Melina's just popped one in live, um, and, um, well, um, and I'll come back to your message as you caught up over Easter, Melina, listening at home today at last, though, is the message today, good music, yes, Tommy Emmanuel and the police, um, the main comment is, um, well, I'm just going to read out what he's written in here. The fish rots from the head. The senior leadership team has contributed to this ugly culture in the police force. Well articulated. Um, sadly, this will be politicised, especially in an election year. Yeah, um, well, we've already seen law and order issues being um, politicised. That's true. Um, you know, there's been there was an article which I had a quick look at in today's Sunday Age about how um, the management of Cricket Australia can't 
just absolve themselves from the ball tampering issue. You know, what sort of culture and values were they putting? We saw a few weeks back how um, Brett Guerin, who is sort of a leader of police standards, had to resign from the force after being caught out making homophobic and racist chant uh, tweets and for posts on social media, that sort of thing. So not a good look, you know. Yes, police have a challenging job at times, but, you know, we expect high standards of them because they have more response, they have a lot of um, latitude, and therefore they have to take a higher level of responsibility. So really important. Um, a few other posts. Uh, Melina posted in um, over Easter, and that was about the Me Too um, um, show that originally aired back on 20th of March, and quite rightly so, Melanie, you'd, quote, you'd have to think, sorry, you'd have to be naive to think the community isn't immune to the same power structures and sadly abuse of power, especially in clubs and other entertainment venues, and we can only speak up and um, do something about it and talk about being respectful, respect and boundaries it is. I would agree with that. I do have um, hope, you know, for younger people in our communities. I think there's a great deal more respect um, than perhaps some of the older generations had, people who sadly still have some influence within rainbow communities, and often that influence does extend into the broader community, and it's worrying that some of those dysfunctional power-playing sort of things on many levels can happen. Um, and I do think, you know, I think that we need to work together on this. Um, and um, so, yeah, agree with that. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a little concerned that, um, you know, I totally get, always say this, that, you know, when it comes to sexual harassment, domestic violence, yes, the majority is perpetrated by that element of males who won't look at themselves, um, if you like, and it's done on females. But as you've, as we've said, it is, can come from anyone to anyone. And I'm a little worried that that's being swept under the carpet. There was a very good podcast with... Um, Tracy Spicer um, being in conversation with Kristen Hilton from Victorian Equal Opportunity Human Rights Commission and it's still on the Victorian Equal Opportunity Human Rights Commission's web and Facebook page, goes for about just under an hour, you've got to skip through about eight minutes of um, warm up but um, once you get to it it's there um, just a bit of blank, a bit of uh, dead air as we call it on radio, there's some inside goss breaking the fourth wall of radio um, and look, it touches on, yes, minorities, cop, you know, if you're a woman of colour, if, acknowledging my privilege is white, if you're a trans woman, but it sort of doesn't get talked about in enough detail. It's great that people like Tracy Spicer and Kristen Hilton are, are leading this, but it's got to get opened up very, very quickly to those who are sort of, again, further down the ladder of privilege, working class women, um, that sort of thing. Good to see there is some work being done by um, women in unions about this. Um, got to get um, them on the show in the next couple of weeks. Better get off my bunsies and do that. Um, find out what's going on. There's an event coming up um, in early May, um, which launches a program that has had some consultation, which is really good. So, um, yeah, there is work that needs to be done um, on this to make sure it's inclusive. Um, one thing, though, the... Um, Time's Up Australia campaign is, um, you know, sort of um, giving the full list of its steering committee this week, and I have been advised it includes some queer women. That's very, very welcome. Um, be interesting to see um, if there are 
um, who's on there. Um, don't want to, you know, sort of assume anything about anyone. Now, a couple of other um, messages that have come in. Um, the fabulous Wombat listened to last week's show about allies. As a cisgender male, he tries his best to be allied to allied to all stripes of the rainbow. I think that's a good description. Um, but more importantly, is the person who guides Scouts Victoria. We need to be at the top of our game. But T-Dov um, Wombat says, you won't have seen anything because he felt it was best for those with direct personal experience, um, best place to show their support. I think there's a fair bit in that. Let the people whose deities do the most of the talking, if not close to all. And I think that's, um, you know, sort of um, has to be done carefully. And, yeah, allies need to, um, quote, approach the role with care and speak with, not for, those they aim to support. And, um, you know, know, um, know, sort of maybe Scouts will add Tidov to um, big dates, um, but um, Idaho, um, which, as it was called early on and is not the name to use now, I want to make that point, Idahobbit, as it's been since 2015, International Day Against Homo by Transphobia. Start planning for that now. May 17th is the exact date, but of course there's lots of events either side of the date, um, say a week or so, even more aside. Um, every Everyone needs to start planning for that now and how they will do it and who they will have and you know, booking trans and by speakers. Also got to thank Hoffler, who posted on Facebook... Um, offering his support to me about some of the prejudice that I've um, faced in relation to um, various bits of discrimination and stuff. So thank you for that. So, yeah, there is, I think these conversations, you know, be, maybe they're, they're happening at the grassroots and all that sort of thing, but, um, well, somehow we've got to water them um, very quickly so that um, they can, we can break the drought and also iron, you know, level the playing field, not just in relatively clear-cut terms between males, say, and any other gender, <clears throat> but also on every angle. And um, I think we've got some distance to travel in that regard. But I feel like, okay, we've, you know, turned the key, so to speak. Um, and, um, you know, now we've got to just keep driving. All right. Um, let's have some more music that will lead neatly into the next topic. Um, here's the Huda Gurus um, from their album way back called Kinky and a track that will, well, maybe relevant, maybe not, but we'll talk about issues to do with consent and sex work coming up after we hear from them on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting Sunday from noon until one. Just heard from the Hoodoo Gurus from the Kinky album um, and Miss Free Love um, from the mid-90s and um, an interesting track to play, maybe, perhaps, um, well, Free Love, not necessarily, obviously, love needs to be um, what is it, um, of appropriate age, safe and consensual um, are those three criteria. Really, why do we need to regulate it um, if it's not? Because we've been told sex is bad or whatever or it can only be for limited purposes. Well, who said that? 
um, people who didn't quite get it right for starters. Um, so um, why I bring that up is in the context of the legislation that's gone through in the last um, few days or so in the US, the um, SESTA and um, FOSTA, as it's called, Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act and um, allow vic- states and victims to fight online sex trafficking act. Um, and, you know, there's, you know, I think that there'd be ve- I'd be hard-pressed to find anyone of any decent ethicality um, and um, who would support um, sex trafficking. And no problem there. But, of course, it's been twisted into attacks on sex work, um, sites where sex workers can advertise their services have sort of disappeared overnight, um, and that's not appropriate. Um, and it could affect places in Australia, New South Wales, where sex work is completely decriminalised uh, as well, because obviously um, there is a World Wide Web. Um, www is definitely there. And really it comes down to one of the big myths that affect so many people, but particularly in rainbow communities, even if we're not directly involved, and that is that it's all about sex. Well, of course, um, any let's start with sexual orientation. Heterosexual relationships aren't all about sex. Particularly, I could add, if I can be a little dry-humoured, if someone identifies as asexual. But leaving um, that aside, um, well, you know, um, any intimate partner relationship can be about companionship, love, being together, building a life together, whether regardless of the gender of the partners. The thing is, I say whether sex is anything to do with it or not, because often trans people are lumped in under sex because we mention bodies, and in particular genitals. Ooh, scary, we mention genitals. Oh, run for the hills sort of thing. No, um, you know, well, bodies exist. We all have a set of genitals. Let's talk about them in a way that is respectful and sensible, mature and age-appropriate. It's not that hard. So this is certainly an attack on sex positivity. It's the sort of 1930s alcohol prohibition coming in this time on sex prohibition. And, you know, whether it's to do with Trump or not, who knows? Um, um, Certainly that has to be a factor, I think. But there's a lot more to it than that. But... Things you can do practically for people who work in the sex industry, well, I think if you're an IT expert, help them maintain their current sites and hosting in a way that will keep them so that they are accessible. I read an article this morning, and I would admit very strongly the first thing that I don't really understand is IT, but there might be ways you can make your site an H, um, a secure site, an HTTPS which encrypts information, which could mean that things keep going. Now, as I say, I don't fully understand that, but if there is something that um, sex worker supportive allies in IT can do, maybe that's it or something like it. Um, you know, if you've got the money, um, as this, um, you know, have a session with the worker um, so that they can afford to do these things if someone can't afford to do something pro bono or for free or whatever else. Um, but, you know, this attack on um, these things is is just getting a bit much. And, um, you know, a lot of people who work in the industry are understandably, um, well, we'll say massively thrown off balance by what is happening in the United States, and that's regardless of where they are. But I've got to say a story that came my way courtesy of 
the Urban Tantra newsletter, um, which redistributes stuff. Um, And it came my way overnight, as it does on the weekend. came from Iceland, which, you know, um, they might be chilly and icy in some ways, but they're warm on others. Two Australian trans women who um, felt they had to leave Australia got refugee status, in a way, because of trans persecution. They do good things on equal pay. They punish the criminals who started the global financial crisis. And this report um, from grapevine.is from 23rd of March, Iceland's parliament passed a law putting the onus of consent on being told yes rather than being told no. And it apparently had um, unanimous approval. So in basic language, as per this article... Icelandic law has asked has shifted from asking a rape survivor, did you say no, to asking an accused perpetrator, did they say yes? Whoa, that's like excellent. So this shows how you can do it. You can have, you know, don't have to be sex negative. You can have safe consensual sex and, um, you know, prevent problems. Um, and, um, you know, so this, I think, is a really good approach Um, And it also says in this article that informed consent is the only consent. So, for example, if someone is deemed to be under the influence of alcohol or some other substance, then, um, you know, that would not be informed consent. There's still obviously um, a a long way to go on this, but I think it's a um, very good approach that, as usual, Iceland has taken. Just they don't have too many beach days there. This could be the last one of the year in Melbourne, 30 degrees outside today, not um, chilly at all. Berlin's popped another email through. Um, it is Orthodox Easter this weekend. Um, and, of course, there could be um, Greek Orthodox people who identify as part of the rainbow. Um, very intersectional. And that's actually not something that gets talked about. We hear about Anglican, Evangelical, Catholic, Uniting Church a lot. But no, we don't hear about, say, Greek Orthodox um, type people. But I assume also, I suppose, there could be people who are of a Russian Orthodox background and LGBTI. Hmm, there's something to think about. Um, so, well spotted, Melina. Um, you know, good to have you back too. I was wondering where you were. Um, so, um, great to have you back being our woving reporter um, out there. What happened to our other woving reporter? Um, it's a bit like what happened to... Richie's older brother Chuck in happy days. Anyway, let's not go there. That's a bit too hard. Um, let's rather go to some music. And well, I've got to say, if you're out in the pretty much everywhere around Victoria and much of Australia is pretty damn dry at the moment, or in southeastern Australia. So if you are up in this place that Lee Kernigan sang about on his very first album back in 1992, um, it's pretty dry. Just be very, very careful if you are up in the high country. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. The social safety net in Australia is being eroded by government cutbacks to essential services and also bullying tactics, as we've seen recently with the Centrelink robo-debts, for just one example. This is a public... 
Over the Wall wants to offer you some simple tools to fight back and defend yourself against a grossly unfair and aggressive system. A system that penalises people already disadvantaged by poverty and significant health conditions. Tune in every Monday at 7.50am on Monday Brecky for Over the Wall. Subscribe to your award-winning independent community radio, bringing you coverage of community issues and events. This is Beta Base Camp. Welcome to the Little Red Tulangi Treehouse. As you said, I'm down at the East West Tunnel Ticket, as it usually does, starts at 5.30am. The Lincoln Melbourne Authority have come here in the middle of the night and set up another drill rig here on Gold Street. The police were pretty keen to defend that with all their resources this morning. And I think for Australians... In order to know ourselves, really fully know ourselves, in order to mature, we need to understand Aboriginal culture. We need to embrace it and realise that in coming here, you're now part of the longest continuing culture in the world. We need your support. Subscribe today. Call 9419 8377 now. 3CR 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Lots of ways to listen to Out of the Pan, a show presented at first uh, on first run from noon till one. I can rhyme and it's not a crime. Um, and um, that happens every Sunday. No, not that I can rhyme and it's not a crime. Anyway, um, we just heard from Lee Kernigan from his very first album, The Outback Club, back in 92 and The High Country. Um, yeah, um, obviously, hopefully all the fire dangers passed. If you are down in the southwest, hope things are coming back to normal after what happened a few weeks ago, settling down. Um, lots of things happening. Talking positivity about relationships um, this week is the Polyvic Social and um, you can, uh, sorry, discussion group. I beg your pardon. The discussion group is a thing. A thing what's happening um, on the um, second Tuesday of the month every month, and that's happening at um, um, the Terminus. Um, so check that one out, polyvic.org.au. For trans people who experience anxiety, the Anxiety Discussion Group um, is a happening thing on Wednesday evening at 6 um, o'clock in Carlton. Um, contact via Transgender Victoria's website, transgendervictoria.com. Bent TV, rocking on um, every Friday night at 10 o'clock. And Seahorse for trans people uh, this week. And, well, the good news um, is the Dr. Yako Erasmus, um, head of the Monash Adult Gender um, Clinic, will be the special guest speaker. Um, So find out um, the latest there. Um, So lots going on. Now, yours truly um, had a message come in during the week um, from the fabulous Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival, Tilda, um, because they're looking for people to get involved, and um, it's a it's a great um, festival, um, no question there. And um, um, that, as I say, they are looking for um, involvement, and unfortunately, the as you'd have it, the message has just run off on me when I needed it most. Um, so we'll see if I can bring it up and ad lib at the same time. Um, and, you know, they're a vital part now, I think, of Victoria's trans and gender diverse community. Um, it's been a great gap. Some people say, why do we have Tilda when we have the Queer Film Festival? I think that we do need to showcase 
um, trans films and have trans and closely allied people um, sort of directing traffic, if you want to call it that. So, um, you know, a fair call, but, um, you know, I think they do amazing things. Um, and it's a very comfortable environment to be in. You know, you just get that feeling you're in a nice, happy, safe, inclusive space. Um, in the word of words of Dennis Denudo, it's the vibe um, that comes up. And um, yes, how do you um, what do you need to do? Um, Tilde is looking for um, is recruiting trans trans and gender diverse people. My best Harvey Milk people uh, voice. We're here to recruit you. Tilda has roles in media, marketing, digital comms, admin and sponsorships and partnerships coordination. If you want to get involved in Tilda, you can better get your skates on to organise yourself. Um, just send in a basic um, um, bit of information, but you can find info and position descriptions for all the roles on the Tilda website, um, tildamelbourne.com. That's T-I-L-D, melbourne.com. Um, and as this message to me said... Trans and gender diverse identified people, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, queer, trans, intersex people of colour and people with disabilities strongly encouraged to apply. Um, so, yep, um, big tick for Tilda there. Um, no doubt about what it means. They say their little squiggly thing, which is the Tilda on your keyboard, means there's some um, lack of possible diversity. No, that's clear. Um, so, you know, please get involved in They're a great organisation and we'd better get in touch with them over the next um, few weeks to uh, make sure that um, we can mention that again. Um, so lots of things coming up. Yours truly is heading up to Sin City um, this week for um, two and a half days of the um, Health Indifference Conference. Um, and, of course, that great play on words that it is. So um, looking forward to that. Have all the goss, as they say in the classics, next week. Um, on the show, and better get on with some guests as well. What I'd better get on with right now is exiting the building, um, or at least the studio part thereof, and making way for Freedom of Species, who are in at one o'clock after we I play the last track of the day. And um, we'll rock our way out of here with the fabulous Hunters and Collectors and a track from um, an album that they put out some years ago, um, Living living in large rooms and lounges, i.e. live, and this was from Live in the Pubs and one of their classic rock tracks, Do You See What I See? Let's hope we see a cl um, lots of better pictures for people working in the sex industry and diversity in working with police real soon. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.